How's everybody today? Well, we had fun yesterday, huh? It was so cool doing some new things in the house. And uh, we had a great, a great turnout, just a lot of fun. It was just beautiful. Took pictures. And so today we're going to have some more calorie-free ice cream. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Um, and after service, well, I have some product that you might want to take with you. So you can take some ice cream home. I have a, C a new CD, music CD, and volume two of Views from Back of the Prayer Closet. It's a prayer journal that will really help you out. There's nothing like getting alone with God in the prayer closet. It's powerful. So I want to share some um, wisdoms that I learned from the Holy Spirit so you can pick up your copy. This is 15, the CD is 10, but a special deal for you today. If you want to take both, I give you for special prize. You see me, okay? Today only, all right? Oh, I wanted to ask, the mother who has the most children, more than five, raise your hand. More than five, how many do you have? Seven? Anybody with more than seven? <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> what? What? That wasn't very nice. That's it? Seven? Well, I'm going to bless you today because that's commendable. Bless you. Amen. Okay. And I'll even sign it later if you like. Let's see. Where am I here? Wow. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. It's a great day, right? Uh, we've been talking about, well, the theme is the mother heart of God. I've had some questions like, are you saying God is a girl? No. <laughs> but he does have a mother heart. So we're going to plug into um, God's Discovery Channel. That's the All Things Are Possible Network. We're going to find out what he's saying, what he told me to tell you about his mother heart. So, you know, if you, whether you realize it or not, we really see the mother heart of God displayed all around us. We see the beauty of God. We see his softer side, his tender side. But I think it's best seen in the precious woman called mother. Don't you think? See, it was through the eyes of motherhood that I began to see God's heart. You know, as a single mom raising a man-child, and actually I was a single married woman for most of my marriage. That's just a personal story. Um, but in the process of raising my son, you know, God showed up in amazing ways. He nurtured me. He protected me. He taught me so many things. He taught me how to trust him. And those things opened my eyes, it opened my understanding, it opened my own heart to know this God, this great God who loved so deeply and so tenderly. He's so forgiving. He's so gracious to us when we're, you know, we don't know what to do. We don't, we don't know. You know, kids don't come with a manual. Most of you realize that. No Ikea instructions to put it together. But he's so kind to us. So it was through him just teaching me so that I knew him and I knew his intentions. I got to know God's intentions for us. And they're always, always, always 
for our best interest. So I discovered that God, God is really all you ever need. He's all you'll ever need. He has with him everything that's significant to your life, and he's going to help you. You know, if you trust him, if you reach out to him, he's going to give you those things that you need. All you have to do is seek him. Just seek him. Keep after him. Try to keep up with him because he's walking. He's, he goes before you. So if you just pursue God, you're going to realize that in, at the bottom line, he's all you ever really wanted. He's that kind of God. That's a powerful revelation right there. You see, God will change your mind. He'll change your life. He'll change your appetite. He'll change your behavior. Then he'll mess up your plans and what you think you know. And he'll even mess up your makeup, ladies. Back of the prayer closet. <laughs> so... Uh, the backdrop of this, of, of learning the mother heart of God, it begins in Genesis 1:27. Starting with Adam, man was created in God's image and his likeness, meaning in the fullness of his characteristics and his attributes. We become his offspring. Then it says in Genesis 2:18 that God drew Adam, I'm sorry, drew Eve out of Adam so that he would express his heart and to make Eve a suitable help meet. Now, interestingly enough, the word help is the same root word given God the Holy Spirit, our helper. Psalm 46, verse number one says it so eloquently that he is a very present help, a very present help all the time, anytime, all day, all night, all the days of your life. He wants to bless you and help you, whether you're in trouble or you, you just need to know what to do. What do, I, what do I do to accomplish my purpose? He's going to help you. See, the Holy Spirit is also known the emotion of God. He has feelings. The Bible tells us that he can be grieved. And by this, he fully relates to us as human beings. The Bible also tells us that Jesus was well acquainted with every human element, he knows how we are because he became flesh. And naturally, when we think of emotions, we picture women because we are the emotional gender. That's how we roll, okay? <laughs> That's just how we roll. Ah, sorry. Um, so now woman is often spoke of as the, as the weaker vessel, you know, more frail in her physical strength, but she's no wise, any, uh, uh, no wise weaker in her mind or effectiveness or her prowess or her ability. You know, yes, physically, she's the weaker vessel, but never the lesser vessel. Amen? Only, only the girls are saying amen. Amen, means? Amen. Come on now. See, she, she's not in any ways weaker in her purpose either. Whether she's the CEO of General Motors like Mary Parra or a stay-at-home mom, mothers and all of us, we have to co-labor with God in our purpose and all the things that we do. See, that's because he anoints who he appoints. Amen? 
So when it comes to her own children, a mother's own children, or those she takes under her wings of influence, or the things that she puts her hands to do, a mother is anointed to produce because of God. Our God is the God of increase. He's a great producer. He is the creator of all things. And speaking of influence, there's nothing like a mama's influence. Nothing. You, you know, you always hear successful men or sports figures, people paying homage to their moms for how they influenced or impacted their lives. Abraham Lincoln said, all that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my mother. That's powerful. The word influence means to produce an effect without a command or instruction or without any deliberate effort. In other words, it's a side effect of your effectiveness. That's pretty good. You get a double measure. You get, in fact, immeasurable portions of blessings when you have positive influence on people. It's an indelible mark that cannot be erased. Influential people create atmospheres that change lives. So by a mother's influence, she's investing in her children's now for their future. Mothers change lives. That's because... God, by his grace, has invested deposits of himself within her. So she is directed by his Holy Spirit to make deposits of his grace instinctively and with wisdom into her children that only comes from the loving heart and mind of God. So we can say then that a mother is a manifestation of God's heart and that she has the capacity to function like her creator. That's pretty cool, huh? She's a born nurturer, a born co-producer with God who births life. Amen? Amen? So now if you check the screen, Amber, we're going to talk about mother trees for a second. So we can see <laughs> beyond the human scope this mother heart of God in action. So next screen, please. Next picture. Mother trees in the forest are always going to catch her eye because, they're, they're, because of their size. They're so grand. They're great. And they're the dominant tree that networks all the trees around it, all of the trees around it. So every tree connected to it gets what it needs to thrive. And science tells us that trees communicate. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Trees communicate. By, by way of fungi, or fungus, fungi, plural, however you say it, fungi, 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 it's a fun, uh, anyway, sorry. I don't know what happened, I s fungi, what happened there, I just, okay, I'm back, pull it back in. Okay, the fungi, I'm gonna say fungi, all right? The fungi, <laughs> where am I, I don't even know where I am now, okay. Anyway, the fungi uh, connects the trees like a family. The fungi getting in the root system. Okay, next picture. So this root system is amazing because there's something that's going on. There's a network underground that's connecting them all together. In fact, they interact. Check this out. They interact even though they're of different species. All of the species connect together. Can we just get along? Uh, 
The trees can't. Just a thought. So um, this is how it works. Okay, next picture. See, the mother tree sends down its carbon through the root system. All that working there. And then the fungi hunts for and spreads all that uh, carbon to the, to the trees that really need the nutrients first, the ones who really need it, because it's a, it's a system of natural balance, so every tree won't get uh, the same amount, but just as needed. That reminds me of uh, Philippians 4.19 that says, My God shall supply all your need, everything that you need. Amen? So, even when they get old, the mother tree is sometimes left intact in order to foster regrowth in her own root system and, and, her, and nurture her ability to absorb water and nutrients in the soil for everybody, for all the other, everybody, all the other trees around her. That reminds me of Psalm 92 that says, even in old age, our sap will be green. Say la, say la. We need some of that, huh? Amen. So the fungus and the tree working together produce this structure as they build on one another in diversity, which gives the forest resilience to stand, to withstand the winds and the storms and even fire because the root system is intact. It produces a strong community root system so that all the trees get what they need in the forest. That's powerful. Thank you so much, Amber. So by all this, the mother tree, this is a great point. The mother tree moves her resources like a legacy to the new generation of living trees, like passing on the baton to the next generation from one generation to the other. That's pretty strong, huh? It's kind of like the mother's influence, our mother's the thing that we do as mothers, we spread influence. Our influence reaches a lot of people directly and, in, and indirectly. And by our influence, we plant seeds. We make deposits and invest in the lives of our children and those within our sphere of influence. We build a structure. We build a foundation of resilience to all the people that we touch so that they have the ability to withstand the storms of life. Not only for our children, our sphere of influence, our family, whoever that we touch. But now isn't that like the gospel of Jesus Christ? We get that good news, you know. And as Pastor was talking, to, uh, teaching us before, how to be contagious. And we spread that good news, the good news of his grace and his love for whosoever would grasp hold of that and believe they would receive his promise of abundant life. It's amazing. Now, unlike the mother tree, whose conscious nurturing actions that are communicated to every other tree in the forest as a result of the ecosystem that's in the consciousness of the trees, God's mother heart is absolutely conscious, but the difference is it is deliberate. See, God chooses to outflow his nurturing love to all of his creation. God's eye is on each sparrow. He knows the lifespan and season for every blade of grass. He even knows when a star's brilliance is beginning to fade. But how much more, how much more is his eye on you? 
He's seeing you. He sees your needs. He sees your hurts. He knows everything about you. He knows more than you know about yourself. And this is the God who, who made us, who brought us here so we could ex experience him. So beyond his universal creation, God was also deliberate in choosing a vessel to manifest the very image of his loving heart to those he created for himself. So he chose a woman to be a mother, a life giver like himself. He chose your mother. He chose you, mother. He chose you, mother. You, each and every one of us to birth life in the earth and to, to, to express what God looks like and who he is. You should say amen on that. Amen. So the deliberate, unconditional love of a mother for her children also fosters connection. I have a nine-month-old grandson who's so rambunctious and so bossy. It's amazing. <laughs> But this guy, no matter who's in the room, and you know, when he hears his mom's voice, when she walks in the room, he's reaching for her. He, he's listening. He, he's stirred up by her voice and her, her attention to him. Mm. So for us, our first relationship connection that we have is with our mother. And God specifically communicates to mankind. He reaches for us the only creation made in his image, for the express purpose of relationship. He's reaching for you even right now. See, he's not the only, or only the, the on church, you know, for church on Sunday kind of God. He's not the far away, up in heaven God. He is a now, closer than your breath God, who wants to be your God. Out of the abundance of God's heart, he spoke mother into the earth. And by his graces, by the impartation of his own heart, he made her in his own image and likeness with a capacity to function like her creator. Every real mother is a woman of power, purpose to increase, destined to influence, designed to nurture and operate in love. She truly, truly, truly emulates the mother heart of God. So definitively, the mother heart of God is the Holy Spirit at work. You know, he is a counselor, he's the helper, he's the comforter, he's wisdom, he's the parakletos, that, word's, that word means he works alongside you, like the paramedic, like the paralegal. He's working with you. And he is the perfect parent expressing himself through us out loud. He reveals what we need to know according to our purpose and also our capacity to receive. Psalm 8, verse number 27 I'm sorry, Romans 8, 27, says that he knows us. Well, yeah, because he created us. And he knows the mind of God because he is God. But then he prays for us. He's helping a sister out. He's helping a brother out because he's praying for you already 
before you even call on him. So we receive all of this grace, all of the Holy Spirit's functionality when we yield and when we allow his power to emerge from within us. See, that means we got to focus on God. We can't focus on the externals, the issues that we're dealing with, the struggles that are going on. We got to have our eyes on God. We got to look at God. And I would suggest maybe you stare at him so you can get your eyes healed, so you can uh, see with some sense. And nobody's liking that one. Okay. We listen still. Okay. Amen. It's, it's ice cream with, calorie, with no calories. Okay. Come on now. So God is looking at you. You know, he wants you to look at him. He wants you to see him because he's seeing you. You know how your mom looks at you? Oh, my gosh. She's, her heart is melting every time she sees you, even when you mess up. She's still looking at you like you're cool. <laughs> and you know, you, you know. You know you should have got that beaten. And she's like, that's, well, that's, that's my baby. That's my baby. Hallelujah. God is looking at you through the eyes, through, through the eyes of, of Jesus, really. He's seeing you, and he's seeing Jesus, and all that righteousness that Jesus has. He's seeing that on you. Wow. So now in closing, I want to just say this to you. Mothers are a template of giving. Someone, I said, that, someone said that earlier today. Mothers give. They pour out constantly, incessantly, continually, just like God. Amen? As mothers, we bless, we edify, we, we share everything. We care about our kids. We build them. We serve them. We, we teach them. We correct them. We listen. Every mother knows the voice of her child. In a, in a group of 100 children, she knows the voice of her child. We birth children, and we keep on birthing information and revelation and wisdom. We encourage them. We pray for them. Wow. And we love them unconditionally and unselfishly. Who does that sound like? God. That's God. And besides all that, a real mother is the mirror we can look in to see who we are and to know how to become who God made us to be. This is an, an amazing day to celebrate motherhood and God's blessing in them. The Bible says to honor your parents, not because they were great at parenting, but because of their position, because that is purposed and ordained by God. See, he purposed them to land you on the planet. It's his idea. <laughs> okay, it's by his grace, so talk to him about it. Talk to him about her, all right? But let me tell you that you got to give the gift of praise and forgiveness if, if your mom wasn't the perfect mom, but then you're not the perfect child either. Amen? Just a thought. Just, just, I'm just, okay? Remember, you know, God forgave you before you even repented. He actually forgave you before you were even born. And he certainly forgave you before you were so holy in the Holy Ghost. Man, hallelujah, Shandai. See, it's great to forgive because 
you're kind of giving maybe what you didn't receive, and the grace of God will help you accomplish that. You know, even if she failed, maybe it was because she was failed or just didn't know. Let it go and let love, let love make it all right. Amen. And despite her offenses, her error, you should, that's, that's good. Amen. Despite all of her offenses or lack of support or her abandonment, you know, you're still standing. You're still here. God is still with you, and he'll never leave you or forsake you or abandon you. We need to thank God that we really know him, that we even know him. We need to thank God for what he's able to do in our lives. So I just want to pray for you before I leave the platform. But I want you to say this for me, too. Dear God, I thank you for the mother you gave me. I'll say it one more time with some enthusiasm. Dear God, wait, 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 wait. Dear God, Shandai, I thank you for the mother you gave me. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Lord, I thank you for this people. I thank you for this opportunity to seed into their lives and to celebrate this awesome and incredible day, Mother's Day. I thank you, Father God, for every person here. I thank you for blessing the households represented here, Lord. Thank you for your tender love and your expression of your mother hearts towards your mother heart towards us, Lord God. Thank you for every mother with whom you have partnered to birth life. And I pray your abundant parisos blessing, that that blessing that is superior and superlative in quality and quantity. Lord, give us new eyes. Give us a new perspective to discover your mother heart and to receive fresh revelation of your love so that we will love you more and more and more than ever before. In the matchless, incredible name of Jesus, we pray. And the people said, Amen. Amen.